on Bazaar Notes. On this episode of Podcast on the Go, so we talk about Matthias Bube Mendezona's book, uh, co-authored, uh, he's the co-author of You Can't Save 80 Million Filipinos, But You Can't Build Me a Park. Uh, on this episode of Podcast on the Go, talk about the book You Can't Save 80 Million Filipinos, But You Can Build Me a Park, co-authored by Robert, the late Roberto Bobby E. Aboitis and Matthias Bube Mendezona. And he's also going to talk about some book writing tips for me and for you. <laughs> 15,000 approximately employees there um, earning, uh, uh, doing jobs that are world class. I mean, you can, this, most of these folks can go anywhere in the world and, and, and work there, but they prefer to work in Palamban. That's what it is today. But the 64,000 dollar question was, what was it before? I mean, when did this start? Who started it? And how did it come to be? And that's what the book is about. It's the early days before there was so any it's, development it's like, there. It's like the origin story of, yeah. of Balamban. Yes, yes. It's not comprehensive. It's only from the point of view of two people, the two authors, uh, the late Bobby Aboitis and myself. Um, he, from the, from, the, from the aspect of strategy, because he represented the board of directors who look at the big picture and said, this is what we want to do there. We want to create an industrial park where a major shipbuilder can set up shop peacefully and, and can build world-class ships. That's the strategy. And then they bring in Mendesona to say, hey, that's a strategy, you make it happen. <laughs> All right, and that's my job. That's the difference. So those are the two different versions of this. Of the so same it's story. like a conversation. It is. Uh, I, yes. I heard earlier that uh, you're reading like yes your your line yes. like a script. Like yes. yes. Your line and then Sir Bobby's uh, answers and then yes. it's a back and forth. Yes. There's a lot of conversation there. In fact, the book has four parts. One is Sir Bobby's story from the broad picture. Then there's the second. There's one part is mine, Booby's story, which is the man on the ground who made it happen. The third story is the woman on the ground who was a child when it's when it started. What is her story? When she remembers she's five years old and she's looking up at who's this guy and her tata says, Come on, I see Bobby Aboid is nine. And his intention is to buy land and what happened to her? She went to college, you know, she she's a counselor in the city. So you, you you trace that's yeah, that's her story. And then the fourth part is it's a business case study for any business student to look at and say Oh, so this is how strategy is devised, and this is how it's implemented in the real world. It's not theory at all. It actually happened. That's, that's what it is. It documented the, the journey. Yes, Your yes. versions of the journey. Yes, yes. So it's not comprehensive. It doesn't, it, it's, it doesn't pretend to be comprehensive. It's just two perspectives. How many pages is it? The book is, uh, I want to say, about 100 pages, like I was saying in my remarks. There are three basic questions. <laughs> yeah, the, f the last question is that. Like, well, how thick is it? Tony Moraja doesn't waste his time with small chit chat. He wants to get straight to the meat. So I told him, Tony, it's really thin. Yeah. To be honest, when I first saw the title, I, I thought it was like a dream park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was an industrial, industrial park. Yeah. That was just amazing. 
Father Javier thought the same, the guy who gave the invocation. Yeah. He thought was a, he thought it was an ecological part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I briefed him, the five minutes before he went on, he went to the back and wrote his notes again. <laughs> he went to the back, started to write his notes. Yeah. Yeah. So what else do you want to know? So why in Balamban and not in another area in Cebu? Okay. And that's the part that when you read my part, you, you, I think you'll get a, 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 a little gist of that. And John also gave you a gist where he said, I walked the beach, and to my great surprise, there's fresh water gushing right out of the beach. Okay, And that's what happened to me much earlier when I was buying land in Balamban for shrimp growing. Like he said, the first time we went in there was to grow shrimp, not to build ships. <laughs> and so I needed fresh water. So I go down there and I find this fresh water right there, gushing. The people who, the Lambagutsila, they were washing clothes. And I said, how can they wash clothes in the salt water? So I went up to the woman and I said, Mana, salt water, Mana. I said, give me salt water. Fresh water. Fresh water, Mana. I said, really? She said, no, oh, all of us, we're washing. We're washing here on the coastline, but it's fresh. So I right away got some bit tasted it. I said, it's fresh water. There is no salt. So, um, why there? We also needed a place near the coastline that had a deep drop off. Deep. Why? Because when we, the, the, our consultants told us in Taiwan that if you raise shrimp in a very high density, very highly concentrated way, you have to control your environment perfectly. Meaning to say, you've got to have full access to fresh water and you have to have full access to salt water on demand, not when the tide goes up or down, which is the way our grandparents and our ancestors did it. You wait for the tide. Abriang gate, the sea comes in, right? Yeah. That's what our grandparents did. They said, you want to you wanna raise it in a higher density than nature? you got to control both. So, I send somebody out and he says, And the guy is only like 15 feet off the shore. Said someone come out. Lo um lagi kau. Kami di bawah sisi. So that is why we got it, and that's the same reason why, when Mr. Kambara came, he saw the drop and he said, "Of course, this is where you build ships. Why? Because it's much more economical if you can build your ship here on dry land, and then you just push it, and the deep water is right there, rather than you moving it from a deep." interior place and trying to get it out to the coast that's a big difference in cost those are the those are essentially the same reasons in my account i have one there where an old guy was listening to me i had a barangay meeting because that's how that's how that's where i would do things when i was buying it for shrimp and he was listening in the back i said okay my explanation dong he said because it's the oil in messiah he said i said no he said, "Ang inyong intention, nana na malit mo biyuta kare." This is ten years before Mr. Kambara came. Huh? Mm. Ten years before. Ang inyong toyo kare lain. Unsa may among toyo dahil kare no? He said, "Tanaw ang biyuta do. Flat kayo, flat yodo, flat kayo. Nagdiler ba hoyong hoyong? Kahit yod. Tanaw ang coastline, di ba? Direction ay siyang budrap. Kung mangingisda mako, ano yah? Budrap na long kayo, okay? Si kering lugar ang dong walay typhoon eh. Na naman no. Kumikan na ng mga bukid. Tanawin ng mga bukid. Ang hangin ini bundak dito sa Cebu City. 
Di kabut diri, masangit man siya ng mga kabukiran diya. So kami wamang itay po diri. I said, so, unsa may among intensyon diri? Mag-imong mong barko diri doon. The old guy told me. And I was surprised. I said, what an idea. What a wonderful idea. But that's not what I'm here for. I said, maayo tinali kayo ng idea. No? Pero sa matinood pa, diligyan na namang tuyo diri. Ah, dili. Mag-imong mong barko diri doon. So later, 10 years later, I had my operations manager look for him. I said, okay, don't you got him to Hana? I said, oh, what are you talking Couldn't find him anymore. So from ships, it became ships. Ship to ships. <laughs> so if, if I'm going to write a book, what would be your tip? My tip is first this. This is my third book. You want to okay. see my other two books? They're up there in the bookstore. For a first time uh, yeah. book me. Everybody is a potential writer. Every time an idea comes to you, write it down. Write it down. Don't fool around with saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> write it down. All right? And then what? File it away somewhere. Whether it's an electronic file or a hard copy file, file it. Just file it away. And then what? Leave it. Leave it alone. Another idea comes, write it down. You will keep accumulating stuff like that, and at a certain point, you will revisit. You say, son of a gun. I've got a story here. That's what happened to me. So how long did it take you guys to write the book? Four years. For, for this book? Yeah. But for your first book? Uh, ten years. Eight. Eight. He wants to write the book. So don't despair. Because when I, was on my, when I was on my eighth year, I belonged to a book club in California where I talked to authors and asked them, what do you do, Bob? Well, how do you do it? Huh? And... Um, I was walking to the parking lot in a despair. This is year eight already, right? <laughs> and I'm shaking my head. And, and the guy walking with me was older than I. He was 10 years older than I. And he had already published about six or seven books, huh? And he said, what's your problem? I said, I don't think I'm ever going to finish this book. I mean, this is taking so long. I mean, it's eight years. He said, how long? I said, eight years. He said, that's just about right. That's about right. <laughs> that's what he told me. So it's like, hey, it's normal. What are you crying about? Ah, eight years old? Yeah, yeah, yep. I have to run. Okay. okay. So remember that. Write, type, I don't care what you do. Save it. Don't throw it away. And don't pass judgment on it. Because you look and say, do not do that. Don't do that. Because as you season and years pass, you'll go back and say, yeah, that's why really not so good. Oh, holy, this one. <laughs> good. So don't, don't be kind to yourself. Thank you, thank you. Be kind thank to you. yourself.